This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, on the Rockstar Radio Network. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it, how to identify and avoid publishing predators, what opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms, how to avoid losing money, and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, a fabulous day to all of you. And, you know, it's fall, but I'm in Colorado. It sure doesn't feel like it because they're telling us it will be into the 20s tonight. And here we are at the beginning of October. So it's bird time. But it shouldn't be bird time for a lot of you authors and authors who are just getting ready to pop their books because most authors don't realize that October is the big, big big selling month of the year and it's also something else it is a huge influx of book awards become available for your marketing and I want you to think of their book award participation as marketing and promotional and publicity dollars also spring brings it about and so I wanted to focus on the show today really all about book awards which ones do you do which ones do you maybe not do which ones are right for you how do you evaluate and even you know if you are fortunate and it is it's a it's really quite an honor to get a book award because thousands and thousands go into them into certain contests every year and as a self-publisher and independent publisher that many times you don't realize you are competing with the big boys Um, and I know that I've been blessed with winning several book awards over the years Um, and it's what's interesting enough that only one real honor came when I was with a traditional type of publisher and I didn't even know it Um, and it was being selected as the best business book by the Chicago Tribune and I, I, I found out by default Certainly the publisher never told me. You think they would have. But it's really when I started pursuing book awards and deciding which ones would I want to uh, take advantage of. So I'm going to encourage all of you who are listening in, no matter what day, what time of the year, that there is a blog that I posted uh, this week on the authoru.org website. And that's A-U-T-H-O-R-U dot org website. And it's called, literally, It's Book Award Season for Authors, Which One is for You? And I, I go through each season in, this, in the spring and the fall and ID which book awards should merit your attention. Now, do I miss out on some? Sure, I do. Um, but I, there are people that I've worked with, uh, vetted, that uh, are worth your while and who I've invited to join me today is one of those uh, individuals who runs actually two of the book awards that I think are worthwhile and they're different they're very different award possibilities one is what we call the or what she calls the indie excellence 
uh, Book Awards, and the other is the really brand new spanking new on the block just a year ago that is already gathering a lot of buzz and attention, which is the Beverly Hills Book Awards. So with me is Ellen Reed, and Ellen Reed also knows books because she does a lot of the things I do in working with authors on their books to create a quality book. And Ellen and I have moaned and groaned collectively over the years of the quality of so many of the indie and self-published books that they don't realize that they have to match the quality and the integrity of a mainstream traditional book uh, publisher. So with that, let's welcome Ellen Reed. Hi, Ellen. How are you? Judith, fine. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is exciting. Well, I'm glad you're here. So let's just jump right into this and, and right. really talk about what's going on in the Book Award uh, uh, arena. What's new? What's, what's happened in the last year that might be a variance on the previous year or previous years in the book award business? No, it's very interesting because I, I studied book awards before I, I even started um, Indie Excellence in 2007, and I was wondering why independent authors couldn't submit to the National Book Awards. And what I did is I, I just looked today, because I knew I was going to be on the show, of how the National Book Awards work. And those are, it's an American literary prize just for Americans. And it says, who can submit books? It says, each April it sends the guidelines. And the, and the guidelines pretty much are, in order to be eligible, you have to be an American citizen published by an American publisher between December 1st of the previous year and November the, of the current. Self-published books are only eligible if the author-publisher publishes the work of other authors in addition to his own, and books published through services such as iUniverse are not eligible. That's what I want you guys to know is we are not eligible for these big prizes which have to do with very, very famous, very, very famous authors and very big publishers. So what happened years ago is uh, I think the Benjamin Franklin, I don't know, Judith, might have been the first award contest, but then since then the award contests have sprung up right and left to be very diligent to be sure that you're not a contest beware on some email. Somebody called me in 2007 just to interview me to make sure that my contests were legitimate because it's really important because people think, oh, well, we're just going to put in our money and then they're going to take the money and, and who knows what they, who they really are. But um, from 2007 until now, the Indie Excellence Awards has been so grateful to have so many wonderful books. And I would say that the quality of the books that are submitted are so much better than they were then. Because people are coming to people like you. I listened to your seminar just recently about how important the book covers are. And uh, so the contests yeah. that are out there today <laughs> are judged very, very stringently, mine, of course, included. Um, you, it's very difficult to win. And the playing field is being leveled, too, because in some contests they're allowing books from big publishers to come in as well. So you're really being judged. Your book is being judged on its own, but also with theirs. And so it's a, it's a fabulous time to be presenting your book into a contest these days. Does that answer you know, the Ellen, question? It, well, it does, yeah. Ellen. When I tell uh, one of the things I require of my clients is that they have to take their physical tushes down to a bookstore and I want them to spend two hours. You allocate two hours and I just want you to graze through all the bookshelves 
and look That's at the right. covers and pay particular attention to the center with the new offerings so they can see what's the new trend with colors and shapes and sizes and, you know, all the gizmos and gadgets. And uh, sometimes they look at you, you know, with the headlights uh, in the eye kind of look, you know, why? And the reality is you need to see what you're competing with because when I'm in and I can see some of the winners because you do identify the publishing companies, the name of the publishing company, um, when all of a sudden you realize, holy smoke, I beat out a Random House author, that's kind of cool. And that I think it's important to realize you need to see what the the big boys are putting out um, in in the styles and the formats and the tactile approach to both the cover and the interiors. And it's critical. If you want your book to shine, if you don't care, well, then you're probably not entering a book award contest anyway. Well, that's right. The book award contests are very different. Uh, for example, Jim Barnes Award, the independent book, the independent publisher award, they've been in business a long, long, long time, and mm-hmm. they do extremely well, and people love it. And there's a big party in New York. You know, there are certain contests that have events where you can actually spend money to not only submit, but if you win, to fly in, stay in a hotel, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and get to stand up in front of people and thank them. In my particular contest, I don't do that because I don't think it's necessary. We do a lot of PR online. And that, that to me, I take ads and publishers weekly and tell people to go see who the winners and finalists are. And on the website, we put all their photographs of all the covers of their books, which is, right. you know, a lot of good advertising for people. But my contest, my, my clients cannot enter the contest that I sponsor. So I do a whole... Um, investigation on other contests so that I can recommend them to my clients and have them submit. I have one client that is submitted to four contests and I'm crossing my fingers he wins because there's no way to know. But I think his book is, of course, fabulous. Winning a contest is a huge, huge thing. I wonder if I could tell you a story about one person that won, what happened to her. Can I do that? Sure. If we've got time, I'll let you know if we write. I'm here. I'm here. Okay, so I just want to say this because this is, this is the period at the end of the sentence on why to enter book awards. So Alice Inoue is a, is a woman who lives in Hawaii. I don't know her personally. She submitted to the Indie Excellence Awards, and she won. And I got a testimonial from her, and she was, like, jumping out of her skin. I said, what's going on? And I have it on the website. You can look at it. In a, to cut it to the chase, Lifetime Television called her. And they said, we're interested in having you come on Lifetime Television. And she said, how did you find me? And they said, well, there's so many books that come out every year. We only look at books that won awards, and we select from there, and we've selected yours. Well, so, I me, love that story. Isn't that huge? It's, it's, it's absolutely huge. And that when you – so authors who are listening, when you do win awards, it's also very important that you recycle the fact that you won awards and you put them out and you carry them on your signature on your emails and you do those things because this is a shout out and you tell your friends all those things. I mean, you have to keep it going. So when you have on the ability to literally win that kind of an award and then Lifetime or Katie or Ellen or 60 Minutes or, I mean, I have one client who literally got a call from 60 Minutes and then 2020 and 48 Hours. And you just never know. You just never know, but you've got, this is called marketing. 
and you have to put out there with that. So that's that's a great story uh, to tell, Thank and you. I hope it turns into a production. <laughs> and, oh, and, I know. Who and, knows? And, but I love the contest. I have to tell you that I'm not a judge, of course, but I do judge the Sponsors' Choice Prizes for Indie Excellence. We have four special prizes for no reason at all except I wanted to do it. And out of the winners and finalists, I select the ones that win the specific prizes. And it's really okay. incredible to see how indie books and self-published books have grown and are so good these days. A lot of them really oh, are. A lot of them really aren't. You know, are you there? This is Judith Riles. I'm here. This is Judith Riles. It's your guide to book publishing. We're with Ellen Reed, and we're talking book awards. We'll be right back. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Is there a book in you or another author you will show you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked? If you already have a book out, you'll find a supportive and brainstorming community that's connected and creative no matter where you live. Author U brings in national experts for its book camps and annual author extravaganza held each May. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author U's extensive network, members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. The Resource, its online book publishing news magazine, is content-heavy and it's free. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author U is for you. If you're a hobbyist or a casual author, it's not. Join Author U today through its website at authoru.org. Follow Author U on Twitter at Author U and on Facebook at Author U, where timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted daily. Author U, where the author goes to become seriously successful. sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The Free Terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract, all equipment is free, extremely low rates, and no termination fees ever. Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both Author U and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract Author U deal. Every picture tells a story, and it's a truism that people do judge a book by its cover. Nick Selinger and NZ Graphics have been in the business of producing superior graphic cover design and interior layout for self-published authors, independent and traditional publishers for years. He has developed a reputation for... Excellent work, fast turnarounds, and best of all, affordable pricing. NZ Graphics also produces ebooks and book marketing materials such as posters, sell sheets, postcards, bookmarks, business cards, logos, and more. Books designed for his clients have won multiple book awards, including 
Best Book Award by U.S. Book News, multiple Evie Awards from the Colorado Independent Publishers Association, Indie Book Awards, the San Francisco Book Festival Award, and Freedom Medal Award from Valley Forge. Visit www.nzgraphics.com or call 303-985-4174 for more details about making your book the success it should be. Mention that you are an FOJ, friend of Judith's, and that you heard about NZ Graphics on your guide to book publishing. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, I always like to chat with my guest off the line so we can do some brainstorming of some of the things that um, I want to make sure that we do cover. And one of the key questions that I wanted to uh, come back to, actually, Ellen opened the door to it because she shared information about that, what she, some of the things that she does for her winners. And uh, to me, taking out an ad, um, especially for the independent market, is certainly above and beyond what I see other book award sponsors do. So she put an ad with her winners in Publishers Weekly, which is the Bible in the traditional publishing market of, of chatting up and talking. And I don't know what you know what leads to uh, if it creates book sales. I don't know if there's any trackable way to really see what happens there. Maybe she can share that with us. But Ellen, what are some of the things that you, as a book award sponsor, routinely do besides taking their money? Well, the first thing I do is I have a very full website. And on the website, I hire a publicist every single year to publicize the winners and finalists. And I also have them create a press release where people can put in their information. It's a blanket press release, but it says uh, that they, uh, for immediate release, local author receives national recognition. And then it says, put in your location. And that you don't have to do anything. It's written for you. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is put in what you want, what the category was, who you are, and then you can blast that out to anybody with your own PR people or marketing people. It's written for you. The other mm -hmm. thing I do is because the Indie Excellence Awards are announced around the same time as Book Expo America every year, I hired Virtual Press Office and I send them a press release announcing the fact that the winners and finalists have been announced and that you can find their names and not only their names but the covers of their books in full color on the website and it goes out to every press person that's um, signed up for BEA and then an entire list my publicist also sends it out to the entire list of literary reviewers and everybody who's interested in that in books like that and, and award winners. Winning an award is huge, and it's very valuable for marketing. And you can put that all over your website. I also offer downloadable seals that don't cost any money that you can put on your website as a congratulations, I've won this. 
so people go there and they can see it. You can also buy, of course, certificates and, and stickers if you have books that you haven't sold yet and you want to sticker the books as an award winner. Um, I, we don't take e-books. Dan Pointer has the Global E-Book Awards. I, I don't on purpose. We want to touch the books, but judges have to read them and feel them. It's a print book only con contest, both of them. Does that answer your question, Judith? It does. You know what? And I appreciate the fact that you actually don't take e-books. I, I think e-books are such a different animal to judge yeah. an award. And, and just as a side, I, I have been um, a judge for many years in a the Center for the Books Award. And last year they sent the, the, the series of the finalists. And I've always come in and I do the finalist round. And they sent uh -huh. the books to me. And I had three print books. And these are for print books. I have three print books and two uh, PDFs and one ebook. And I'm saying, where's the other three books? I need all six books. And they said, well, we gave the authors a choice if they wanted to send in the books. And they, or they can do a PDF or they can send an ebook. And I said, well, is this an ebook contest? And they said, no, no, this is a print book. And I said, I don't read an ebook for a print book contest. Send me the print right. book. And I said, if you don't, I'm telling you, I'm going to mark the book down immediately. It takes a ding down, in my opinion. And then I went on to the PDF book. And I said, I can't fully judge this book. I don't have the cover to feel, to look at. I don't have the ability to look at the pages. I, I don't have any of that. And if I don't get the full book of that, I will mark it down, both down as well. They were incensed, Ellen. Um, with that. And I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, that's where I'm coming from. So, so I did well, I'm it. I'm with you 100%. We, our judges do the same. First they do a first pass, and I'm telling you, if the book mm -hmm. cover and the way it's designed is not up to speed, it's not even in the running. We're very, goes, very tough. Yep, it goes in the slush it pile. Is, you know? Yep, it, it is yeah, what it is. We have and, to. We got 1,000 submissions last year. You know, when I started the, client, the, the contest in 2007, I think we only had 300, so it's grown. And the contest is tough because the books are getting better, and they're competing with all kinds of other people. And it's an indie-only contest. That doesn't mean self, like CreateSpace only, but they submit, and then independent publishers submit, and then small houses submit, historical books. It's a wonderful contest. It really levels the playing field a lot. So when you win it, it's a good thing. And I just want to say something. I will talk about contests in general, but in our case, you know, we're trying to figure out what do you call the finalists because a win it's only one winner, you know, per category, but there could be three or four finalists. And why is that? Well, it's because more often than not, there's another book in the category that really stands out and they deserve recognition. So we celebrate excellence, and that, that's why they're called finalists. They're not really finalists. They're also they're really winners, but there's only one winner. I hope I'm making sense. That, well, the that does. So you are don't as, do are as important as the winners. Really, they are. So you don't do uh, silvers and bronzes or second and third. If, if you're if no. you come in and you are up to snuff to really you could kiss <laughs> kiss with the winner, you go in as a finalist. So there could be one finalist, or they could be three or four finalists. Is that correct? That's right. That's right. Got it. Because right. the well, books, like there's so many good books. What? I like that. I like that. I like that strategy. I do. Yeah, and and then oh, I, you know That's what? Great. Yeah, 
Yeah, what I want to come back to is what I was saying about ebooks. That um, and and oh. we will encourage your Dan Pointer's e global uh, the the ebook global awards is on our recommended list, and that we do want to tell our listeners if they put um, that we there is a special code that we have for our author you members that if you go into them that you can take advantage of and you can get a really nice discount. And Ellen and I do want to talk about some of the pricing. Uh, that okay. goes on with this because it it does vary. You see, some of them are in the hundreds of dollars, as you know, and know. and some of them, you know, some and and they do different awards uh, in that variable. But for if you put in that, you go into the uh, globalbookawards.com and click on the book awards. If you put in the code thirty two, the percent sign off. Uh, and the word off that you will get thirty two percent off as your author you affiliation. So I think that's very cool that we can do that for you once in a while yeah. a little gift because it does it does add up in the budget. I mean this is um, I think a book awards is a potential investment because you do have if you become a finalist or a winner you do have a really strong payoff as Ellen Reed shared that she had one of her clients who picked up a phone call from the Lifetime Network because she won a book award and they saw it so again that goes back to you your responsibility you got to shout it out um, and let people know so Ellen you mentioned that you uh, announced your winners for the uh, Indie Excellence and this is for the independent book publisher the independent author uh, in close to BEA time and so on purpose. on purpose and you don't do it at BEA I know the Ippies do um, they but, do yeah, and, and so how close do you announce it close to the BEA, which can vary between the end of May into the first part of June, correct? I do it before they go, before they physically uh, go to BEA. It's a couple mm -hmm. days before, or mm -hmm. sometimes a week before if we can do it in time. Mm -hmm. And that's because I want them to get the best bang for their buck. I want them to say at BEA if they're going, or even if they have websites, because the PR from us is going out then, and I want to be sure they know. So we send an email to all the winners and individual winners and finalists and tell them, and then we send a blanket email out to everybody that submitted and tell them to go to the website and see who the winner and finalists were, and then they can use that, even mm -hmm. if they don't go to BEA. Really, no, BEA, the reason I don't go anymore is because there's really no reason for me to be there. People are not looking for me. They're looking for people who are buying books, booksellers. You know, exactly. And so, well, and, huh? and you know, I have to tell you, there's not a lot of them there either. Um, there's oh, different okay. things. There's not a lot of booksellers at BEA anymore. They're more of a lookers um, as we go on. You know what else right, I do? I was just looking at my site. If you guys go to IndieExcellence.com, I've been asking lately for video testimonials, and they're so wonderful. They make me cry, really. There's one here um, from a guy who wrote a book, and he just did this most magnificent video, and it's on there. And it stays on there, so that's good for him because it's on there for the people to go look at it for submission for 2014 now. All right, and, and that's good to do. And I have a whole section of kudos from people. So well, I, and I'm you know what, Ellen, we're going to take a break here, but I'll do one for you because I have to tell you all, I was honored to win an Indie Excellence uh, Award for Author You. I'm Judith Wiles. <laughs> Thank you.
This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Since 1987, Color House Graphics has set the standard for quality book production. Whether you decide to print a small quantity of books or need a large print run, depend on Color House to help you. You'll receive professional help and advice the moment you reach one of our representatives. If you mention hearing about us on your guide to book publishing, Judith Bryles, we will provide you with discount on the first order you place. To speak with a project manager, call us toll-free at 800-454-1916 or visit us at www.colorhousegraphics.com. When Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972, they believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, we're talking about book awards today. There's a lot of opportunities, a lot of options. Which way do you go? Which way should you go? When should you go? How much should you consider uh, putting in toward a contest? They vary. There's a there's a huge range of them. I know years ago I picked up a Parents' Choice Award for a book um, on parenting and how to teach your kids about money. It was a great book, and I was really quite honored to get it. And it turned out as Ellen. Reed, my guest, who is the, uh, the the book award sponsor for the Indie Excellence Awards and the Beverly Hills Book Awards, um, as she talked about, that you never know who's going to be watching and who will pick up these things. And I was amazed about um, how much attention or how much credibility 
um, winning a Parents Choice Award had with the media. It was huge, Ellen. It was huge. So, and you, well, you put know, that out. Yeah, I was just thinking that, you know, people in the media love to talk about award-winning books. If you think about because I my background is movies, if you think about it, anytime you watch, watch television and an actor comes on, they'll say Emmy-nominated or award-winning actor of the nominated blah, blah, blah. They do that all the time. And that's what I think this way, winning an award for books is so important. And even when I uh, shepherd a book, if my authors won an award, we want to put national award-winning author on the cover somewhere. Because that really, really makes it so much more powerful. Don't you think, Judith? Well, it does, and I have to. I have a confession to share with all of you. Ellen, when she what? saw the, the new book cover for my new book, which I love, 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 but she called me and kicked me in the butt. Uh-oh. Be- Uh-oh. <laughs> because because I didn't have national award. Well, it's okay. I mean, I've won over a dozen national book awards, um, and I, I didn't have national book award winner on the cover. So, so we're going to do that next time. Um, when we go back okay. to reading, well, I couldn't think- help myself because you're so important, and your name was there, <laughs> and you are a national award-winning author. That's what you are. So, so, it's good. so, so yeah, when we go back to print, we'll, we'll, we will certainly add that to the the whole mix of it. So, Ellen, let's let's come back to this. So, um, when is when when is it a good time to enter? Is it should you enter early on? Should you enter often? Matter. Because because I here, no. here's another question I have uh, on this. So it's just they just come in and do do you start sending them out to the, your judges? And I guess I want to ask this: How do you select judges? How do you invite judges to to participate? I think that's a big question a lot of authors have. You know, it's interesting because this contest is not some is not primarily a writing contest. We. We don't judge writing because if the writing is fabulous and the cover is terrible, it can't be in the running. If the cover is terrible and the writing is fabulous, it can't be in the running. So it's an overall contest. It's a it's a presentation contest. So they get the books all the time. We send out books to the to the judges all the time, and the judges are are not critiquing. Like for example, Benjamin Franklin will send a critique handwritten used to be, I don't know if they still do that, for each of the judges' comments. We don't do any of that. We don't let people know who the judges are or what they said. The truth is the book has got to stand on its own, the writing, the cover, the back cover, the testimonials, the all-important description, the way the interior works. I mean, if I opened a book once and the copyright page was on the right-hand side by itself. Well, anybody in the book business knows whether it's a big house, a small house, an indie house, that the copyright page is on the verso of the full title page. And if that's not done, even if the book is fabulous, it can't be in the running. It just cannot. Because it's like going to a black tie event with a man who wears a bow tie in a sea of flat black ties. Do you know what I'm talking about, Judith? It stands exactly. out. And we yeah. want these this is books called... to be all over excellence. Am I right. making so sense? You're making total sense. So what we're talking about, there are some basic rules of Layout 101. 
And these judges are, I mean, having the copyright page screwed up or missing, that's another classic. Um, it, oh, it does not belong terrible. on the right side. They're, they're, and and fiction, fiction layout of books have different variations than nonfiction. And what I love about poetry, there's not any rules. But with that, with that said, where, where poetry goes in the writing, um, that... So you're saying there's really no good time to enter. Just when the contest's open, oh, go no, ahead. Oh, no, it's a good time to enter. Any time is a good time to enter because you're not going to lose anything by being in the first or the middle or the last. You get judged according to your own book in its own time before the contest ends. Mm-hmm. All right, and then that the difference sense. between, yeah, it certainly does, although the, the exception would be, Ellen, that some, I've seen some contests actually do a, they do a breakup. I know the Ben Franklins with the IBPA, the um, the International Book Publishers do. Association. They do a breakup trying to get the books that are published the first half of the year in early, and then the latter half you can move them on, or they'll take them all year. But their preference is to break up. The other thing is, I do see sometimes that if you enter before a certain date, that there's a slight discount on the entry fee. Um, other than that, I right. don't see any I think other a very variation. Good marketing marketing strategy for some contests. I think it's good. Um, yeah, and it's and a way to get people to perk up, you know, oh, I better hurry up and enter. We, The reason we do publishing from 2010 to 2014 or in sometimes 2011 to the current contest year is because we know there are so many books out there that have never been entered into a contest, and all of a sudden contests become, they become aware of it. We want to be sure that they know they can enter ours. It's not just for the current year. Mm-hmm. So um, l- let me kind of bump on this one because if your uh, if your book has been selling in a bookstore, let's let's say you had a book that came out in two eleven, and so it's two years old, and that right. it has been selling, and and you, I mean, you've been selling it through multiple channels. You've been selling it a book bookstore that adding that now you're award-winning would only give you further kudos. But my experience, Ellen, is that if you have a book that has for a bookstore try to sell, um, that it becomes more difficult to get those books into a bookstore as a new book when it has an older copyright date. Um, and yeah, authors people, do need to be you know, with people, that. How do I want to say this? Uh, we, we're not as concerned about the year of publication anymore. The big houses are, and the big uh, and the big papers are, and the big reviewers are, and the big contests are. But we we want to applaud excellence no matter what year it is. And we think that if we do it online and the people do it on their websites and they um, go out and speak again somewhere, some people are speakers, and they if they go out and speak in their books at the back of the room, it may not be the latest. Oh, it's book, irrelevant. But maybe their yeah. prior book won an award. Yeah, they can it, well, sell it becomes- more books that way. Yeah, if you're selling books in what we call back of the room, it's irrelevant what copyright date is out there um, on it because what you're doing is they're taking you home with them and they just want to take you home. Um, and they have that. But but it's it's in, important to look at it. And, and if you do have a contest with an early bird uh, pricing that saves you 10 maybe $15, who knows, and, and you're really planning on, you know, I'm going to enter multiple contests, you may end up getting a free entry form um, in by finding 
some early bird deals. So you do, as a money smart move author, you want to take advantage of that and go on to it. So, Ellen, I have a question. How many categories do you have in the Indie Excellence? Oh, we have about a 100. We kind of, we were going to cut it down. It's interesting. You know, I said to myself one year, we have too many categories, but we get submissions for practically all of them. And I thought, I'm going to take it down. And somebody wrote to me and said, you took down my category. <laughs> oh, too bad. So I put the category back up. I mean, we do that because we want people to have the opportunity to submit books in the genre that, in which they wrote. But um, well, the children's category is difficult because, you know, they're early readers and children's picture books and everything else. So by the time we're finished with all that, and the Ippies do the same thing. They have a ton of categories, too. They have even more than I do. They have regional I like the Ippies mm-hmm. a lot. I send my clients there to submit. Um, mm-hmm. There are a few other clients, co- because they can't submit to mine, I send them to the contest that I particularly like, and the Ippies is one. I also like uh, a smaller regional book festival contest, which happen without BEA. They happen during the year. And if the clients win, that's fantastic. And then we can say in all their PR national award-winning author. So it's not just, I'm not just talking about the ones I sponsor, but contests in general, for uh, our for our people, indie self and um, sensational book publishers. Mm-hmm. I you know I have to share with everyone. I I I contacted Ellen last week and I'm saying, hey, have you thought about this category? I'm going through it, and it it wasn't on her <laughs> list. Actually, it's not on a lot of the list, but and, and it came up. I know it is. I'm going to tell everyone what it is, but it it was interesting because it's when I saw a recent survey that had 35% of all downloads on e-readers are erotica. Um, and that yet there's really, I mean, it's like the brown paper bag over our cover, um, that there's there's a heck of a lot of authors writing in what would be more like erotica. It's not a romance. Romance is different from erotica. And it could be romance right. in there, but erotica is erotica. And I have one of my authors who is writing erotica, and she said, how come there isn't? And I said, I'm going to contact, I'm going to start contacting some of the book sponsors and ask them to think about it doing and Ellen was extraordinarily responsive and added them both to the Indie Excellence and to the Beverly Hills. So I think that's a great idea. Thank you. It'll be so interesting to see what comes what comes in. Yeah. So we need to we need to push that out. All right, we're gonna take one more break. Um, I want Ellen to come back and talk about should you come back to another contest in another category with the same book. When we come back, this is Judith Bryles. You're listening to your guide to book publishing. My guest is Ellen Reed. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Do you sell stuff? Do you want to sell books? Lots of them? If yes, you must take credit cards, the most widely used form of payment today. The Free Terminal has created a special program for your guide to book publishing listeners. No contract. All equipment is free. Extremely low rates and no termination fees ever. 
Contact Alan Dean at Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call him at 303-668-6828. The Free Terminal has handled all credit card transactions for both Author You and Judith for over a year. Don't wait another day. Contact Alan at thefreeterminal.com or call 303-668-6828 and tell him you want the no-contract Author You deal. shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and a guide to partner with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand, and is a financial success, a bestseller. It's your choice. You choose. You need the book shepherd publishing is riddled with obstacles sometimes nightmares for the author you don't need problems you want solutions dr judith browse will shepherd you through the maze and the chaos at times she's had to step in and rescue a book a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher or by a publishing service provider or sometimes even the author themselves judith browse is the book shepherd if you want to create a book with no regrets give her a call today 303 885-2207. That's 303-885-2207. Or email her at judith at bryles.com. By the way, bryles is spelled B-R-I-L-E-S. Follow Judith on Twitter at MyBookShepherd and on Facebook at TheBookShepherd. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so in our last segment with Ellen Reed, who is the uh, Book Award sponsor, creator, visionary um, for Indie Excellence Book Awards and the Beverly Hills Book Awards, you know, I think, Ellen, we haven't really talked about what the difference is between these two contests. There's a lot of contests out there, um, but what's the difference between the Indie Excellence and the Beverly Hills? Indie Excellence is only for small indie presses, including print-on-demand um, 
you know, create space, our universe, and the like. That's, that's what it's for. Anybody who has independently published a book. And the Beverly Hills Book Awards levels the playing field and is open to all published books. So it's not just indie. It's both. And I did that on purpose because I think the books today are getting better and better and can't mm-hmm. compete. Unfortunately for us, we're not getting that many submissions from big houses at all, but we are getting them from the small to medium houses and the indies, so that's gratifying. Well, I, I have it. I people have... said, well, does the book have to be about Beverly Hills, or does uh-huh. it have to be, you know, Rodeo Drive-ish? No. The name uh-huh. of the contest is because I have an office in Beverly Hills, and I thought having an award sticker that says Bever- winner of the Beverly Hills Book Awards would be good for their marketing, as I'm a marketer by heart. That's how, where mm-hmm. I came from. So yeah, that was the I reason have... why we started that contest. Okay, so I have a question, because being in Beverly yeah. Hills beckons. I can hear the siren calling. Um, you, mm-hmm. you smack against Hollywood here. Are, are, is yeah. there having something with the Beverly Hills Book Awards, a uh, 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 little stamp of approval here? Um, would could that get the attention? Are you doing because you you know you, we understand that you do um, uh, extra above above the call of action of just announcing winners? Is there a chance that you would take some of these book awards and put them in a, a variety for example or something that might get of attention of a producer? No. I would never do that because it's very, it's a thankless job because people get excited and I have no clout. You know, it would have to stand on its own. I think if you win an award this called the Beverly Hills Book Awards, if you send it out to an agent or to somebody in Hollywood, they would look at it maybe a little more closely. But for me to do it, you know, just like I don't do the judging either. Uh, I, I'm too close to it. And I, it, even as a book shepherd, and I don't know if this is true for you, Judith, People say to me, well, can you get my book into, made into a movie? And I always say, no, I can't. If you can get no. your book made into a movie, boy, would I be thrilled. No, I, I could get into a bookstore, but... but well, that's wouldn't different. It make, yeah, yeah, but, wouldn't it, but let, me, let me just take this a step further, Ellen. Here you, you put an ad in the Publishers Weekly, which is for the trade, book buyers, but look at that. Why wouldn't it make sense to find some publication that might be... Uh, uh, seductive enough that maybe people in the Hollywood scene might, you know, no, say, oh my God. In, I can put it in variety. I never thought of that, actually. It's a good idea. But I would only well, publicize the contest, all of the winners and finalists, and that way they, they could pick and oh. choose just like they did with Alice. Oh, oh no, I, uh, that would be my only thing I would say. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That Wouldn't that be a lovely aftermath gesture to put that out and say, you know, who knows? Who, you know, the hook goes out and you can bring it in. All right, so you know, I... That's a great I, idea. Thank you. I'm going to do that. I'm going to look into that. Great. I, th- you're welcome. All right, so tell me about book festivals. Um, okay. There's a lot, there's like, a lot of... There's a company in, in Hollywood that has four or five... They call them book festivals, and they're very different than the way I run my company because they actually have physical events. For example, the San Francisco Book Festival has uh, an event in San Francisco, and they fly the winner in. They give him $1,500, I think, and a flight in, and then he can be at a party where people pay to go to the party, but you can only go if you're a winner, finalist, or the family member or a friend. And they have a few cocktails or soft drinks and some appetizers. And they have a, um, a big screen. I've been to the ones at the Hollywood Roosevelt because some of my clients have won. And it's fun to go. But people actually spend a lot of money 
flying to Hollywood for a, a short event, but still it's worth it to them. You know, so if they bring their video camera or their still camera, they can. And um, and then they can stand up on in, in front of the mic and thank everybody. It's, it's kind of like a mini, you know, award program in person. It's nice. So they oh, have, that- let's see. So what? they have the San Francisco. Do they run the San Francisco Book Festival and the Los Angeles? Yeah, San Francisco, and I did the whole list of them: San Francisco, Paris. Um, uh, there's one in Chicago. I can send you the list. I like them, that- and I, especially if I have an author that lives in the area, or you know, I think the book is appropriate to the area. I'll say, go ahead and submit. No, so, you know, Ellen, it might be fun to do an article on book festivals. Just let those stand alone. You know, which ones, you know, yeah, I think I like that idea. All right, here's a question that always comes up when it comes to book awards. Are they just a cash cow? Or how do you separate and tell the legitimate ones? Are you kidding? You have no idea how much it costs to run a contest. I I really, it's amazing. First of all, you have to have a database and an assistant, and then people have to, you have to mail things and and get books to, to judges and, pay for advertising and all that. No, for me, it's a labor of love. If I make some money, that's great. Um, and I do. You know, the more books that enter, the more I make, but basically I have to spend it. So my bookkeeper <laughs> my bookkeeper will tell me at the end of the year if I've made any money or not. You know, and when mm-hmm. I do sponsors' choice prizes, some of them, um, you know, those cost money too. But I don't think they are. Maybe for others they are, but not for me. That's not the way I consider it, and that's not the way I, the reason I do it. Okay. So, the, but for, in most cases, uh, you, what you're saying is the expenses. There, There's a lot of expenses if the sponsor, meaning the person who is running it, really goes out to support the winners. So let me ask you, you this. Know, I'll, tell you then, story. Let, I'll tell you a story. Mm-hmm. When I started Indie Excellence, right behind me, there's a new, it was then a new contest called the Indie Book Awards, and I contacted them and I said, your name is too close to mine. I've already opened my contest, and I tried to get them to change their name, but they didn't, and people for the first few years got very confused. They didn't know which was which, but then I found out the contest is run by a nonprofit out of Canada, and they have a huge party. Are you familiar with these people? At the Plaza in New York, and they have a booth and they spend a fortune, and I send people there to submit. I don't think it's easy to win that contest either, but they spend a lot more than I do for sure. And what's the name of that contest? Indie Book Awards, I-N-D-I-E, Book oh, Awards. Oh, oh. been in business since 2008. Oh, that is um, a newbie. Yeah, that is awfully close. See, it's, so I, they said, well, it's called the Next Generation Indie Book Awards, but nobody remembers the Next Generation part. So I don't mind. You know, I said to somebody the other day, it's like having a gas station on every corner. It's fine. The ones that are right for us will come to us and vice versa. Exactly. All right. So um, let's talk, uh, and we just have like two minutes left. What I'd love you to do. Oh, I'm having such a uh, good time. All right, so here's what I'd love you to do as we get ready to do an exit here, is that I'm going to encourage everyone uh, to, to participate in Ellen's The Indie Excellence. Just go to IndieExcellence.com, or is it IndieExcellenceBookAwards.com? No, just IndieExcellence.com. Try to make it easy. IndieExcellence.com. I-N-D-I-E-E-X-C-E-L-L-E-N-C-E.com. And the Beverly Hills site? BHBookAwards.com. B H B is in boy, H is in Harry, 
bookawards.com. All right, so Ellen, let's just say they enter and they are a winner or finalist. Give me four things they should do once they get their award. Oh, well, the first thing they should do is put that all over their website. The website is, is critical because um, that's exactly where people go. And you have to tell Amazon that you've won an award too. Don't forget that. And also Smashwords if it's an ebook, because the ebook version, is, if there's a print book, there's usually an ebook version. You can tell people you won the print book version if you have an ebook also. So I think that's really right. important. I was going to say, let me add on, some people may not be familiar with Smashwords, and I should all tell you that Mark Coker, who is president of Smashwords, will be at the Author You Extravaganza um, May 1 to 3 next year in Denver. But Smashwords is a free site that you can upload your your book besides Amazon, and for heaven's sakes, get yourself on Kobo, K-O-B-O, if you want international sales. Amazon does not own the world when it comes to e-books, contrary to popular belief in North America. Okay, what else should we do? Um, you know, tell your publicist if you have one to send out a release, and you can go to my site and download. If you're a winner or a finalist, you can download the blanket release and put your information in, and then blast it out to everybody. You can put it on Facebook. Let people know on Facebook and on on Twitter if you feel like it. Just tell the world you're a winner and or a finalist, which is very important. Yes. And then. You can put stickers on. You can download stickers if you have a new uh, edition that you're printing. I'm happy to give you the artwork to put on the book, to have printed on the book for your next mm-hmm. edition or your next printing. So all right, and with that, yeah. all right, that's a great idea. And also for reprints, just go ahead, just print it reprint, on the back yeah. of the book so you have it. All right, so with that, we'll thank Ellen Reed in the Excellence oh, uh, Book Awards so and the Beverly Hills Book inviting me. You are so welcome. And I'm going to encourage all of you to participate in book awards. It can do a lot to take your book to the next, next step. We'll be with you next week. It's your guide to book publishing. I'm Judith Bryles. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles.